0: We I push on, dog. Michael.
1: We push on. I
0: feel you yeah. Don't touch you me. You recording? Yeah. I don't see. Not anything.
1: the actual Riverside, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Content catch-up. Friends and enemies. Well, well, well. Episode 11 of season four. You're here with your boy Michael. Um, Your boy. I'll try. I'll just try something new for this episode. But and Julian as well as you hear him. How are you, Jules? I'm excellent, Michael Francis Barker. How are you? I'm very good. We've got a big week to wrap up some huge news in the content catch-up universe. Um, We might as well jump straight to it if you want
1: yeah um it was my birthday last week that's the that's the big news <laughs> very, <laughs> um very turn, good. turn 31 um it was a pleasure to see you down north side i know you probably felt a bit out of place at the brunswick green as you as you sat by yourself in the corner and um had a little bit of a cider but i do appreciate you coming down it was a good day
0: no i quite in i quite enjoyed the the feeling of the place thank you Jules, I I can see why you like it. It had a big variety of people, I think, and there was a nice what was the band? Some sort of A little bit know. of jazz? Yeah, a bit of a jazz band, but no, I um I only made it for one drink, but it was great to see you. And any any birthday highlights? Um
1: well Critter stepping into the pond was a was a big highlight for me. Oh um, not realising that there was water um over the fence and just putting his whole ankle in it was, was quite funny. <laughs> um the the misters exploding at one stage and just dumping a whole bunch of water onto other people was also quite quite entertaining but yeah apart from that not not too much more i think it was all all pretty yeah.
0: good cuz that was the disgusting like 38 degree day nothing better than just yeah. to sit around and sink some beers for Jules life anyway onto the bigger <laughs> news i quit yeah I quit you did i quit this week friends and enemies uh resigned from my role at carlton and oh geez you should have seen the sights of jules he was just bawling his eyes out and he, he couldn't carry on with any meetings for the rest of the day so i'm still crying tough. to be honest i know and you, you're a very emotional person but um no in all seriousness yeah i i resign so on to the next thing so um hoop city friends and enemies so you might have seen I'll i'll tell you what it is i don't care if you don't care jules um, no, I just like how you, a, you're
1: just you're just driving this yourself. You're not letting I'm me going chime it. in with any questions. Nah. You're just you're just you're just doing it. I'll tell you what. I'm going to push back for a bit. You tell us all
0: about it. Okay, thanks, Jules. Thanks for the question. No, uh, Hoop City is a basketball facility. As you sit back in your chair, this is we thought we'd do this as an exit interview. By the way, our listeners. Um, yeah, I got some. Tough as you can questions see, Jules is up. still Jules is still getting over it. He's just coughing and crying. Um, no, no, no. So I'm going to hoop city. I accepted a full-time role there as head of digital. So it will be, it will be quite a variety of things. And, um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, next question.
1: Big dog, big dog over here, head of digital. Now, Michael, Julian from the content catch up here. I'm just wondering, um, what, (laughs) what led to this decision to, to depart
0: Carlton? Look, it was a tough one, Jules. Thanks for the question. Um, no, I, I really did love everything at Carlton. I think you know that. But um, I I think it's just what the footy industry is in a way. Like I think I found it – it's very fast-paced and very full-on and I think that sort of – I don't know. I, I didn't really feel like I was developing and I, I felt like I needed a few more challenges and a few more growth areas and then this came up with Hoop City and it just felt right. Like I think – I had to do, you know. I'm a fan of the old pros and cons list, but I think when you know, you know. So I sort of felt it was the right thing to do, and I'm excited. Like it'll suck. It'll suck to lose. Oh, well, to leave such a good team, but um, yeah, you can't. I can't stay for you, Jules.
1: Nah, and that's fair enough. And like to be honest, our relationship is probably done after this one. Um, I don't know if we can <laughs> come back from. I think, I think we're this might also be the last pod, but um, no, I think. What you're saying is correct did you feel as though i mean you've been at carlton for four years now do you feel like you've you've kind of achieved everything that you wanted to do there or do you feel as though um you know you're leaving because you you're worried that if you stick around you might get to a point where you're no longer yeah no longer feeling creative or whatever it might be
0: yeah a bit of both like i i do feel like i've sort of done what I can or what I wanted to and I think naturally it's set up to go into the senior video producer role like that would be the next um next normal step if that position were, be- were to become available and as you know as well like we went through that process a few times and I just don't think it's for me like I am mm. an a creative individual and I think even though the admin side of things, of organising everything, I think would be a strength of mine. I just decided that that's that wasn't for me. So whichever way I looked at it, it's like, well, if I'm hanging around, what am I gonna actually be doing, or what do I want to do at Carlton? And I couldn't. There was nothing. Like there was no real answer. So I think that was telling. Yeah, um, that's probably like the. I think it's
1: it's hard to realise that. Um, and p- potentially like people within within the industry as well you get scared of of leaving because you you feel like you're in such a such a good position all the time like it's hard to get these jobs so once you're in them you don't you don't particularly want to want to leave for nothing um were you were you worried about anything like what were some of the the yeah the the scary things in your mind that you had to to overcome probably just the
0: uh taking for granted like rocking up to the office and enjoying every every day you come into work like I think that's something that not everyone gets to say but then I had to strip it back in my mind and be like well yeah if you strip it all back you're there to do a job so you really got to just base your decision on the job you're there to do like it doesn't like the culture and the people matter but then in a sense it doesn't matter like remove all that and you're there to do a job like that's what you're there to do so that's how I found the decision easy but I think just like yeah, I don't know. I, I talked to you about this, about like working at the Carlton Football Club and as soon as you say that, everyone's like almost impressed in a weird sort of way, but that can't be that can't be like a pro because it's sort of – it's almost like a shallow thing. Like you, you don't just stay at a company because it's a big company that sounds impressive. Like <laughs> that's a <laughs> bit of an odd thing.
1: Yeah, it can't just all be about the status of everything.
0: Nah, and, and this will be a lot different. So Hoop City is a very, a very small business and a lot more responsibility and challenges, but I think that's what I'm ready for. But I, I think it's just a good discussion around the footy environment. Like we started this pod to talk about our jobs and you'll still be in footy. I'll be removed from it um, shortly. But like, what do you think of the footy landscape? Like, do you think it's sort of, that's why there's so much turnaround? And I honestly felt like um, the repetition of stuff as well was... Mm. I just wasn't dealing with it well like I think that's what sort of burnt out my creativity in a sense like it just felt so fast-paced and a lot of the same stuff that sort of just yeah you mentioned creativity before I felt like I just sort of died in a way and I know that's sort of sad but I think I think that's kind
1: of an interesting point like um if you're not moving up or changing roles within football you are kind of doing the same thing every year, and yes, you can challenge and push yourself to do new things and and find new ways of doing it. But at the end of the day, you are just like rinse and repeat. Here's round one. Here's the season launch. Here's this game against this person. Yeah. Like, um, it does have it. It's like it has its time stamp. I want to say like in terms of how long you can do it for. Um, it's hard because. Well, in my opinion like domestically it's the number one or nationally rather it's the number one code to work for like it's got the biggest pool for tv it's got the biggest like reputation across the country um it's just that like if you can take yourself away from the status of that as you were saying and pull back and be like well yeah i've got this like great great gig um at the at the top level of potentially what I can do but is that the top level in everyone else's eyes and am I challenging myself by just doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again or like yeah do I need to to sacrifice some of the status for more experience and potentially like yeah that big step up to the next thing and there's not not, nothing saying that like one day you might work in football or you might work in another sport completely because basketball as we know is an international sport so you know could be could be um catching the eye of someone else
0: yeah yeah exactly and, and it's probably more that yeah as you speak of like getting the best out of yourself like even if you're at the best company in australia one of the best like brands in australia is that what's going to be the best for you and everyone's different like in my situation the answer is no but i think footy clubs are great because there are a lot of different directions you can take yourself but if if you literally don't have any position in mind that you want to go to, it's it's sort of fine to accept that and then see what else is out there, I think. But what a question for you, saying is you've been in and out of it twice. Do you think, like, how do you, do you, do you think, put you on the spot, like, do you think there's anything that people can do if they don't necessarily want to go up to the digital manager or up to the content lead and keep moving up the, up the food chain so to speak like do you think there's anything people can do to i don't know stay for five ten years in the same role or it's probably just up to the individual i guess yeah i do feel like
1: it's up into the individual and i want to say like there's nothing wrong if you just want to be a video producer or a a content producer yeah like there's nothing wrong with that um but you you just got to anticipate that people will move up around you and, and at some point like you can only get paid a certain amount in, in footy anyway for being good at content. Like there, there's a cap on it because yeah, like uh, in my opinion the the really skilled people, the ones that are like really creative on the tools and can see in a good idea, but it, it's not necessarily about producing it. It's about like leading people to, to be able to get the best out of them. And that's like managing a creative team is probably the the, the hardest thing yeah. you can do as a creative and it requires its own like creativity in a sense because you're managing so many different types of personalities and work ethics and and all that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like you can stay without moving up to leads but at some point it's just going to be not worth your time financially. Like I know that probably is yeah. a boring answer but if you want no, the reality yeah. of it yeah because at the end of the day you can't get paid more than your boss can you
0: no <laughs> and that's <laughs> the decision that i and that's the decision that someone like me had to sort of fight like you either want to move up and um get things like more money uh more responsibility and different sort of roles or you really hone in on that you just want to be the creator and that means mm-hmm. you're basically yeah like you're you're sort of prepared to stay at the one role but just keep being hands-on a bit keeping the creator which is this which is what i battle with because it's it's such a fine middle ground of one or the other and then is that the right move or yeah, yeah. that's what i found tricky
1: yeah and, and like surrendering that like actual production side of creativity is hard because there's yeah as soon as you jump off the the tools or whatever you, you start thinking oh that's not how i'd do it um This is not the way I I really want to do it, but you just... Yeah, I guess you just kind of get used to it and it's challenging in its own way. Um, Back to you. We don't... I don't know if you have an answer, but highlights? Highlights of the the four years at Carlton?
0: Yeah, I reckon... I don't know. There'd be so many many things. Like, I think one one overall thing would just be my growth not from a skill point of view but from like a person point of view like I think you you joke that I never shut up now but let's be real like I came in as an introverted quite quiet guy sort of sat by myself and just got shit done basically but now I think just to see like the confidence I've gotten from being in this role and the old being the expert in your own field like that would be definitely one thing I'd highlight and then probably just the relationships like I think so many people say it but it's the people you meet at the footy clubs and not just our team like i think i i <laughs> took a while to like go to different apartments and meet different people but there's so there's so many cool like nice people that you meet um overall in a footy perspective my favorite thing i think would be the AFW program i think it was just a lot more like i don't know like a lot you just felt a lot more connected to it and it was easier to root for it a uh, a weird way, I think, probably because it was yeah. a bit closer. To, you felt a bit closer to them.
1: Yeah, it's definitely way more like approachable that program. Um, and they're so much, they're more willing to do a lot of stuff, which makes your job easier. Yes. Um, I was, I was going to say on a, on your last day, we should um we should do a reverse. You know how on on everyone's first day they go around and introduce themselves. Um, <laughs> we should do that on your last day. <laughs> See, see how I many know. people you actually know. Yeah, uh, that'd be embarrassing for me. <laughs> be a real send off. Be a real way to burn some bridges on your way out. Yeah,
0: yeah, which I've been recommended to do uh, in my last couple of weeks. But um, yeah, no, no, I think I think overall, just the growth in both professional and personal sense, and then the relationships would be the way to recap it. Excellent. Well, I reckon that's enough. Bloody enough about you, Michael Barker. Um, I think so too. Should
1: we? Should we jump into some content?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh you t- you hit us off this week.
1: Yeah, I look, I haven't got a lot this week. Um, I do have one that kind of caught my attention, and before it loads, I've gone back and forth on this one a lot. Um, and it's not really, it's not anything that like we need to talk about content wise, but I just want to get your thoughts, like. So this is a a graphic for New Balance that's welcoming Tyrese uh Mac what's his name? Tyrese Maxie, Max? Yeah. Maxi. Maxi, yeah. Um to, to the New Balance family from uh the Philadelphia 76ers. Um this is potentially one of the most boring graphics I have <laughs> ever seen in my life. Um I don't even not even sure it's clipped out properly or anything like that. Like it looks a bit rough around the edges. Um, And I just want to know, like, this is, this is a professional, like this is a verified account. This is new balance or a big deal. They got a lot of money. Um, Two questions for you. Do you think we actually need big graph, exciting graphics for re-signing or like signing or anything like that? Or does this like, Fulfill the fulfill the need, and what do you think was going on at New Balance where that when they released this and didn't even bother clipping him out properly?
0: <laughs> well, first answer, first question. I th- I think we do like uh, maybe like overvalue it to an extent because in in one sort of way it's the it's the bit of news that is the the thing you're pointing out. Like the bit of news doesn't change depending on your graphic, but then. In another, in the other perspective, like your engagement and the amount of eyeballs that see it could could change depending on the graphic. So I, I, I don't know. It's a tricky one. I, I, I sort of weirdly like this, and I, I don't know why. Yeah. Like I, I do like simplicity. I do like that it's look. He's clearly in. I assume they've photoshopped the shoes, like because he hasn't. He's they're they're announcing that he's going to New Balance, but I don't know. What do you think of it?
1: I think I'm in the same camp. Like I think they could have at least tidied this up a little bit and like made it slightly cleaner. But in a world full of like um, overdone graphics, it it gets to the point. It's like it is what it is. It's like one of those old school like magazine ads that just a like, yeah. very clean and
0: and that's the you know, lack of clutter. It. The lack of clutter is what mm-hmm. I love just that's what's attention grabbing but you're right it is like there is a bit of humor behind it like the the effort yeah. that such a massive company have gone to
1: yeah it, it could be like just tidier i think that's my point i actually i don't know if I, we i don't know if i'd ever do something like this but um it, it is what it is isn't it it's like it's very new balance it's very understated just here's the news piss off if you don't like yeah. it yeah
0: <laughs> I, I sort of rate it i don't mind yeah. that at
1: all <laughs> um what have you got bucks let's open up some of yours Yeah, oh, shooters pod fuck
0: man. yeah i'll give a shout out to uh darren and jack mcveigh who so this is the podcast i think i mentioned weeks ago but um you you can watch it luckily they've got subtitles but i just wanted to shout out what uh darren and jack are doing on their shooters pod cast um basically because I don't think no, no athlete in Australia besides Jack McVeigh is doing this sort of thing. And this, this example that I wanted to bring to your attention is that this is a snippet from their most recent um, episode where Jack McVeigh, so he's a basketball player for the, our favorite Tasmania Jack jumpers. He basically, he's talking to Darren about um, this play where he got back-to-back dunks, the game wasn't over, and his coach did not appreciate Jack celebrating. Um, and I just think it's awesome that Jack's doing it or Jack and Dan are both doing it on their own, in their own way, in their own, um, channel that Jack is actually talking about what, um, his coach is telling him here and and the relationship they've got, because the coach (laughs) looks pretty pissed off at him, but these, these raw access moments, I just love it. Like, I, I don't think, unless I can't really think of anybody else, but I can't think of another athletes that doing that's doing something like this on their own channel, like not not team channels or not a team podcast that is giving this insight to what happens on the field or on the court. Like I love it.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like this is this is pretty cool. Um, It's great access. Like it's the access that, you know, people, fans actually crave, not just like the generic stuff that we see all the time, like which is the media rehearse lines, like. Yeah. This is actually brilliant. It's If you had seen that live, you'd be wondering, being like, oh, if he copped a spray, like, I wonder how he's recovered. And then just to come back from that, he's just explained everything. He's like, yeah, this, that, and whatever happened, and it's fair enough. I took that on board, but it was back-to-back dunks, and how good was that? Like, I'd do yeah. it again. Exactly. Uh, and there's, yeah, as, as you said, there's,
0: n- there's no rehearsed lines, like, the, um, so your media – media answer and the reason why i'm saying nobody else but jack is doing it is because i also think from a club's point of view like i think it's great that the jack jumpers let him talk about this other stuff
1: yeah i think so as well like it's it's um it's good media for them really
0: yeah yeah
1: can we can we talk about the decision to go a handheld microphone so what's what's this about
0: i rate it i rate it i because i think i think for their setup they they don't need to look at a screen, and it's sort of a comfort thing. I think you don't like it by the sounds of it.
1: I don't know. I just feel like it. It leaves too much variable. Like there's a lot of
0: moving around. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a different. It's a more relaxed look. I think you'll see some NBA and, and, players doing it. Yeah,
1: that's true. I also I also like um what's this guy's name? Jack's microphone Jack. technique. He's got the little pinky finger. Yeah, out, like he's drinking a little cup of tea. <laughs> it's true, actually.
0: He creates very, more very movement. fancy. Yeah, <laughs> he's a snobby microphone know. holder.
1: <laughs> um, Darren could also do with um, some headphones that aren't quite so big.
0: <laughs> so you're really getting nitpicky here. Darren could do it with a more exciting background as well. Jack's got the plan. Yeah, like Darren's got the dirty ceiling. Yeah. It's what I'm wearing, essentially. <laughs> God, Are you sure a he has
1: snuck into your house? And like <laughs> he's he's chair peeling.
0: Look at the red Yo, fabric on the chair. On Darren, That's unprofessional. The together, shooters want to take mate. they want to take themselves seriously. Get a new chair. <laughs> yeah,
1: we going off This is offshore. a big deal. Like you're talking to a professional <laughs> athlete over here.
0: That's just like
1: scumbags, like, yeah, if I can come on, Darren, get a bloody new chair. What is that?
0: Oh, we've got all What are you sorts also doing in that here? chair?
1: Like, why, why is it? <laughs> why are you, are you scratching at it yourself? <laughs> it's oh, true. No, they
0: don't own a pet.
1: Okay, come on, Darren, be better than that. This has turned from content to a.: egg. Sorry. Yeah, I love Jules the content, Darren, off.
0: but fuck. <laughs> now, nah, fair enough. Fair enough. Speaking of fair it, so that's right. a good segue. Egg
1: of the week. Let's, let's break into some eggs. Now, Bucks, you're up first with this. Um, you said, post like this. This is the notes, reading from the screenshots. Uh, post like this using the uh, team logo. Now, what have you got here?
0: Yeah, I I, I hate clubs posting a serious <laughs> club announcement with their logo as the, the, the picture. I think it's mm. stupid. They post... so Sorry. Club statement. Content. So cl- yeah, posting club statements on Instagram with just their their logo. So the Sydney Kings, again, at basketball example, have released a certain player. But I just don't get the – it doesn't seem very – it seems very cold and distant. I don't get why you just, in this example, mm. wouldn't post a photo of the player. But I'm being really picky here, but I've seen I've seen other clubs do it. Yeah.
1: Look, I think talking from a football example, we tend to do it when we've got like a, a big statement that is – like you don't want to use a picture of the player because it like draws too much attention to them and I don't know the circumstances of why this guy got let go or whatever it is. Maybe that's the case or yeah, like, yeah, or it's financial results or something and it does – it has nothing to do with like a a picture but yeah. I get it. find like this type of stuff for the grid is just weird.
0: Yeah, and I know like what about just a shot of – let's use our example, like on park or something like something financial yep. results. It's like the club. It could be a picture of the members. Like I know not for this example, you're not going to do a nice shot of someone celebrating yeah. or something, but I just think you could be a bit, it's more, it's more to the connection to the fans. I think is my point. It just feels distant. Like, Hey, let's post a logo. Are we also going to talk about
1: the fucking ratio that they Oh yeah, like,
0: yeah. Sorry, that was fun. that was a second half. It's not. It's barely. It's barely landscape. It <laughs> what is 20, this? Like 1080. <laughs> it's got like white borders. <laughs> we found <It's> like.
1: <laughs> you could even crop it in, like it's yeah. There's not no. Like no it's, <laughs> that's such a good point. It's got a purple you know, background. Kings, there's an option to like. Um, <laughs> There is an option to crop on Instagram. I actually want to bring something else up because I saw Edwin. This is a um, this is one on the on the flies Jack jumpers. Um, Edwin posted about this the other day, and it's one of my all time pet peeves. But uh, I don't know which one it was. But one of their posts. This might take. Yeah, here we go. Oh, have yeah. Put I'd, the fucking link in. In yeah. the caption. Like, how fucking stupid are you in this day and age? It's 20 fucking 23. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm getting a bit angry here. But, like, this is just a big pet peeve of mine. And it's yeah. so lazy. It, it is genuinely the most lazy thing you can do.
0: You're right. You could forgive it's, it in the first six months of Instagram being around, but not now. Mm.
1: It's just so bad. Like, all you it's need done to do two.
0: Is It's to done back-to-back back as well. Yeah, back-to-back, Yeah. Two, yeah,
1: <laughs> back <to> back, yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's shit Mate, ass. That's a massive like, egg.
1: Oh, piss off Jack Jumpers, you wanker. Jack, if you're, if you're <laughs> Jack. listening up, get a microphone stand and then go and talk to your friends.
0: <laughs> a microphone stand in the living room would look hilariously bad. I rate the handout. We're all going all over nah, the shopping. I shop It's just funny. Um, I've got you've got, a, got another a, one here. Do you want to keep rolling? Yeah, I've got it. Th- is it three more? Yeah, so... I've you got, got a ge- generic egg. People walking dogs in the hot weather. So many dog owners yeah. do not understand that you can't, you shouldn't walk dogs when you put your hand on the, the asphalt and it's hot. Like I it's saw people working at yeah. like 30, 35 degree weather. Just buddy, you shouldn't be dog owners if you don't know that. It does my head in. Um, I would love to agree
1: with this one. I saw um, someone walking their husky, I think, Last week it was like thirty five on Friday or something. I saw them walking their husky at like twelve o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, that dog needs to be under yeah. conditioner, Number one and number two, you're taking it out. That's just fucking stupid. Don't do it. It's not.
0: Neat. It's cr- it's so uh, cruel. Right? Like if you're gonna own a dog, you, you need to know these things. Like it's not hard. You're committing to go get up early, take the dog for a walk. Like mm. anyway. or at the end of the day, like when it's cooler. Anyway, yeah, something, especially huskies. What you hell? Um. I've got a big egg for myself this week, Jules. So part of the job job process um, is obviously going back and forth with the new boss and having open line of communication. And during the week, I uh, texted him something that was meant to be sent to Darren, uh, but I sent it oh to my him. Oh, God. <laughs> what did, she did you say? It was actually it was actually complimentary. So it was actually oh, it was something to do with like a, a – Something I was discussing with him, I won't go into it in detail because it's probably crossing the line, but it was actually yep. complimenting my new boss. So it it actually turned out really well. It could have been very poor, okay. but I saw it the next day. And you know how <laughs> with the latest update, you can actually, I think you can unsend?
1: Delete, yeah.
0: So yeah. I saw it the next day and it was too late. I'm like, you absolute idiot, Michael. Like, imagine if that was, <laughs> I don't know what it could have been, but I was lucky. I was actually complimenting the new boss for how he's gone through the process. So it was a good thing, but bloody hell. Do you think he thinks that you
1: sent it on purpose and are just trying to suck up?
0: No, I I texted him the next day, making light of it. I just said, I quoted it and I said, um, Oh, I said, uh, well, I did say I was transparent, dot, dot, dot. I was wondering why (laughs) my brother never responded to this. And he just like, he (laughs) (laughs) laughed and he said, don't worry, mate. I acknowledged it. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just thought it'd be worse to leave it there hanging. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta, you
1: gotta stand up to those, um, those rogue texts. Sometimes I think.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, you'll hate this one. Click on that link for photo bursts. Here we go. This is me agreeing with you because I don't mind a photo burst usually, but I want you to have a look at this. So the Oregon Football Club or the Ducks, they've posted yep. this nice training, um, a one minute twenty training, uh, video. Or well, you think it's a video of the players in the gym. Turns out this one minute 20 worth of footage, just the players doing weights, are all photos. It's gone too why? far. Exactly. But why? Why are they doing that? I don't know. If you can go back to the tweet, it's the, from the creator quoting it. It's sort of just like a testing her new camera, I think. Like if you go to the comments. Oh, yeah. There go. <laughs> Legitimate question, why not just shoot videos? Seems like a lot of work to edit all the photos. They look sick though. And yeah. I think... I, I don't know. I think she's just sort of mocking it, but so there's almost 3000 three... photos. Oh my God. One hour to put, po- like oh, I, fuck, I love creativity, but I this is why I'm getting I think it's just gone too far. Like I I get the camera's yeah. body impressive. Like how impressive is that, that a camera can actually make that look like a video. But as you said, <laughs> simply why?
1: <laughs> it's just.
0: I knew okay. you'd hate this. He's <laughs> speechless.
1: I just can't imagine, like, <laughs> I know you can't see me at the moment because you've got bad internet, um, but, like, I'm just imagining the person, whatever your name is, Jax, Jazz, whatever, like holding down this, this fucking button for yeah, 3,000 <laughs> worth of pho- photos.
0: Such a good point. The physical oh task of goodness. actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, anyway. just take a video. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I just All don't. Right. Yeah, you got to applaud creativity, but it's gone too far. Yeah, I
1: agree. Um, now, I've got a couple of eggs. Um, we're normally very complimentary of the Melbourne Storm, and we did have a, a good friend, friend of the show, Bray, on the other day, and I, I would like to think that this is not him. Um, but I noticed this the other day, and I think we've we've taken um, – one of my favorite things to bring up is, like, bad partnerships and bad partnerships content. Uh, the content itself is, is awesome, like – Um, it's following Ryan Pappenhouse as he goes overseas for his knee rehabilitation and they've done some really good content around it, like filming him at the rehab center, um, going through the doctors, a daily vlog, all that kind of stuff. But this one was when he actually left for the, um, yeah, left for the the trip or whatever. First photo is Ryan Pappenhouse and Ryan Pappenhouse, I don't know his name. Ryan Yeah. Yeah. Sitting on the floor at the airport charging his phone at, like in one of those, like just on the floor. But the first thing that goes through my head is like you're flying this guy across the world to get rehab on his knee and you he's sitting on the floor charging his phone just like that. Like I'm sure this guy has lounge access for, the, <laughs> for this flight. That's my That's my number one thing. Like great, cool. Next photo, he does a press conference in the grilled at the airport. Not bad, like pretty good um, sponsor integration. You can't argue with that. Like it's just a press conference, this, that, whatever. Third photo, him eating a grilled burger um, before he's about to jump on a 14-hour flight to to America. I want to know how many bites of this burger he took before he spat it out. (laughs) He's like, fuck this. I'm about to fly first class and get the meal of my life. That's that. And then what is this photo? It's just him holding up a grilled bag, um, looking quite awkward. Um, This is the only thing that makes this worse is the caption for this photo, which I'll read out. Ryan Papp is headed stateside to take the next step in the rehabilitation of his knee, working with world-renowned specialist Bill Knowles, proudly supported by grilled burgers.
0: It just doesn't make sense it's what, are, like, you, why, what why are you why is that egging? in the caption yeah but so, i'm what just are you,
1: this whole the whole thing this whole setup like you can be way more subtle with like your partnership integration than this like proudly yeah. supported by grill burgers is unnecessary in a caption where you're trying to say that this man is like going overseas for the most like specialized rehabilitation on his knee and it's just like it, it's shameless like I I get, like, Grill probably paid for it, but fuck, like, you've got to be having these conversations being like, this looks tacky.
0: Yeah. My question was, do you think they care about not being subtle?
1: Maybe not. And maybe that's just, this is my personal preference, but I just, I wouldn't do it.
0: Well, that's sort of what you're saying. Like, if you're going to do a sponsored thing, it needs to look... Uh, what I get is what you're saying is they're trying to like draw a connection, and maybe this photo, the first one, is them trying to make him seem like an everyday mm-hmm. person, like it's it's trying to relate to the yeah. fans. But and then it goes organic, 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 and the last photo ruins it for me because that's not organic. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. very it's very much thing. Like you don't need this last photo because everything about it is clear that he's in a grilled. Like you could it could be replaced yeah. by him walking into the grill or something like that, sitting down at the table this last one is just so unnecessary and the caption needs to be reworked. And that's why I'm eating it because this is, this is great content, great series that's ruined by poor sponsorship integration.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was very close to being very good. Mm. Anyway, sorry, that's a a big egg, but it's just one of my pet peeves.
1: Um, Next one, Melbourne stars, um, our friend, Steve Smith, not the cricketer, Steve Smith, journalist, Steve Smith, um, Put this one out and just said this is why kerning is important. Uh, the the player's name is Clinton Hinchcliffe, <laughs> but because the L and the I are, are too close together, this will graphic designer's nightmare. Uh, Cuntin Hinchcliffe <laughs> is is what it reads. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe maybe um, one for the graphic designers out there, just a little bit more space. You How just does that little slip little... through? I think yeah just probably see so many names and you just or it's a person that's replacing someone in the team and they're not really sure i don't know
0: mm, good it just Canton. gets done
1: people don't think <laughs> i think if you know their name you it, just look great and then you'd be like yeah it looks fine and you wouldn't think about it
0: yeah good pick um, up I my see. last
1: one i'm not a big tennis fan but i think this is hilarious oh so, i saw this <laughs> um, have you seen this one <laughs> yeah, so it's good. danielle collins um wins a, a tie break point but doesn't actually win the tie break it's to win the match um and she thinks that like that's it and she starts celebrating very prematurely throws the racket up in the air and then goes over to the umpire and is like wait a minute haven't i just won this game and he's like nah nah you've got yeah, another point she
0: takes it well I she- <laughs> at least she
1: laughs. She does take it well yeah she laughs it off uh,
0: you'd have to at that stage wouldn't you like yeah it's because it's the uh, the ten point tie break is new, isn't it? Or pretty recent? Um, I don't know. I thought yeah. I don't like I said, I don't know how tennis
1: works, but like I feel like tennis players should know what the rules yeah. are. Yeah, that's fair um, enough. It's, it's it's funny and like you also don't blame them. They probably they play so much tennis during the year and it's like, uh, yeah, fair enough. Like you might have forgotten something yeah. or you just had your head that in the game that you're not sure. But still yeah. funny.
0: Yep, no, nah, good finds uh, by you. Good bunch of eggs from both of us, I reckon. Yeah, a lot more
1: eggs in content this week, but that's,
0: that's where fine. We are. That's what we like. Uh, let's flip it to the other side of the things. Bosses of the week.
1: Boss of the week, the boss of the week. Boss, 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 boss
0: of the week. Um, I'm going to ki- kick us off with one for you during the week, Jules. I think. Um, I don't know while I don't know, a while ago, listeners. I I've always found it funny that there's this sort of inside joke that I told people at work that when people um, are sort of in a group, might be in a meeting at the office, and it's sort of dead, sort of dead awkward conversation that you just you just say, "Oh, Jules has some big news," and I found it really funny in my stupid little brain where you sort of put someone on the spot where they clearly don't have some big news, but then. During the week, bossing you, Jules, because I was standing inside the community, our lovely community team at Carlton, and Jules, don't know what he was doing, walking to the other side of the office, maybe getting a bottle of water or something, and he just walks past. In, he says, Barks, says some big news. And in this case, I actually <laughs> did. And it was very funny because they were all looking at me, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell you now, and uh, yeah, yeah, well played.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I, I can't take full credit. I think we discussed perhaps doing it. I just... Um I jumped, jumped the gun and went for it. I thought it was there's no better time to do it than now. Um, I went for it. Um, a lot of
0: fun. No, you did well. We did well. Received, I think. Yeah, I think I think just on people uh leaving. I think we sort of both agreed on this during the week. It's it's a bit odd sometimes when you find out about someone leaving that's close in your team that is that they're leaving over email. So um, maybe that's what people should do from now on. Just go through the office and be yeah. like, God. Oh, Teresa That's has some, some big news. news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's quitting. She got yeah. sacked. She's yeah. shit out. Yeah, it doesn't quite
1: work in any yeah, situation. It's terrible at her job. <laughs> do you have one? Um, I don't think I've got any bosses this week. I'm sorry.
0: That's all right. I've That's got fine. to
1: apologize, friends and enemies. A little bit underprepared for the pod this week. Oh, you had um, a busy day, though. Drinks drinks in Geelong. A lot of drinks. Yeah. I do have a, a contraven- content controversial call. Oh! Okay. Here else? You want to hear it? Well, that's the fucking part I want of the to, the segment, I right? want I am a big fan of a party shirt. I think that's no secret. I've got a white, a, a very big collection of them. But cliche wearing of party shirts needs to stop. Like, I went to a beer festival yesterday, and everyone and their fucking dog was wearing some sort of like loud party shirt, and it's become <laughs> the the like the the staple bit of fashion for white males aged between like 27 and 45 and the older you get, the more ridiculously bright and patterned the the shirt needs to get. I would like to see an enter um, cliche ironic, unironic um, party shirt wearing. I think if you're going to wear a party shirt, it needs to be in situations where you would not normally wear a party shirt like a funeral
0: i love this i love this for multiple reasons because one content controversial call can be anything i I want it to be i want it to be us picking on things we have seen during the week so that's the first reason the second reason you're literally targeting our friend social sandwich the tea here and i want to hear his response
1: no no, so see i'm i'm for edwin because i caught up with edwin um social sandwich friend of the show enemy of the show actually um in, in real life, IRL, and he was not wearing <laughs> a party shirt and he was heading to a, a music festival. To me, his use of party shirts, and I hate to say it, is the exceptional one because he's using it as a work attire.
0: And it's also, you're saying unironically, like I think that is very much Edwin's brand. Like he's not doing it just mm. because it's whatever else he's doing. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. I don't well, have any you. strong feelings on this. I don't. I don't really care, to be honest. But I like it. Yeah. I. Th- I think it's a good call, and I'm. I'm gonna have to sit on the fence or agree with you. So no fighting. <laughs> but um, clearly affected you during the week.
1: <laughs> I. I've got a. I've got another um point of discussion. I don't know where it sits in egg boss or content controversial. Um, but Barks um obviously getting married um, and he has this this weird thing of whenever we're looking for freelancers, he he always like shoots through a couple <laughs> oh of people God. and two this from so two, like a hundred percent success rate. The two that he sent through their Instagram feeds and no knock on this, like this is, this is content still like, but have been full of like bikini clad pictures. Um Most recently um, he sent through the photographer he's using for his wedding um, for some freelance work that we're looking to get done at work. Great photographer, Mark. Looks like he's got great snaps. But there is some like very risque photos on <laughs> Mark's Instagram that, you know, you wouldn't technically like want to bring up on your big screen at work um, and just never any warning from Michael Barker. So no. like, I just click into this profile and then bang, there's an <laughs> ass in your face so bang, bang there's the- like someone bent over a chair like i'm just like what the fuck is going on here Mike?
0: yeah i just want to show their artistic flavor i'll i'll cop the most recent one with mark because he <laughs> so i mainly know him for his sports stuff and i totally did not know that his most recent shoot was probably i think it was in bali or something um yeah. full of just bikini shots so i'll wear that i'll,
1: I'll wear it <laughs> I I hope you mean you'll wear it as in that's what style your wedding photos (laughs) are going to be. You did joke that. I I think just for a laugh, you should do a few like that.
0: I did not have that in me, the confidence to joke that. Anyway, Um, I I, I do apologize. I
1: think it's sometimes the highlight because people will come over to my... People are always like at the worst time coming over to my screen and it's often after I've opened up an Instagram that Barks has sent me.
0: I'd like to say that, like, I'd love if I did it on purpose because I think it's a very (laughs) good thing to set you up with. But unfortunately, it's just been me not thinking.
1: It's almost like the, oh, you got some big news. (laughs) Hey, mate, here's a freelancer. (laughs) Check this out.
0: (laughs) You could really, yeah, you could really put you up in an awkward situation, but they weren't that bad. That's just him showing off his skills. I'd like you to get over it. Like I said.
1: They're not that bad, just not something you'd want to open up on your big screen at work. That's all I want to say. Especially from a digital manager.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I apologise for that. But um, I just wanted to touch on at the end of the show, I think this will be a good... I know you said that we're not going to record another episode after this, but I hope we do and I think it'll be quite... It'll be a sort of a next... um, next chapter of the podcast because it, it brings, it brings out a few open doors that um, we won't both be in footy and we'll be able to actually have a point to catch up. So it might be shit, mm. it might be better, who knows?
1: No, I think it'll be good, Barks. I think um, us um, splitting up our talents and taking them to the world um, will be much better for the listeners because we won't be working on the exactly the same shit all the time and we'll be able to talk about different things that we've done
0: less inside jokes more Well, less inside work talk and more connection to the listeners. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, more I'm doing it for yeah. you. I'm doing it for you out there. Yeah.
1: Bark said the number one pro on his pro and cons list was the content catch up with the content <laughs> yeah. that we'll be able to have on the back of it. Good prioritization.
0: Good.
1: Yeah. All right. All on right. that note, let's, let's wrap this up. Michael Francis. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Um, friends, enemies. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 11 of the show. We're cruising along here in season four. You'll notice that we're not uh, as regular as we have with been with posting and we've both had a bit going on and like we always say we only do this when we we feel like it's the right time. There's no pressure on it but we hope to bring you some uh, more exciting news and content over the next couple of months um, to to really uh, sharpen up over uh, the Upcoming football season for me and upcoming Hoop City season for Michael. Um, still toying around with the idea of a live episode. I would like to think we should do it in Barks's last
0: week at Carlton. Now that yeah. we've got a bit of a, a finale, I think that'd be nice. I think it makes sense to do it. So I'm I'm actually going up to Sunshine Coast, listeners, for the Carlton preseason camp. So there'll be one week after that duel. So we'll have to do it then, maybe. Yeah um maybe we do it like
1: invite some people to come and watch live as well maybe we can do that
0: maybe maybe we'll buckle under pressure because there'll be live people there
1: yeah that's so true a panel audience i think we'd be fine i think we'd be we'll fine. be right. We're professionals yep um anyway shows where you know it is it's on spotify apple etc links in our bios and on twitter barks you got anything else for anyone
0: no, nah, love you all. Um, send us through any questions about anything, anytime. We'd love to hear them. So thanks for listening.
1: Peace out, everyone. Have a good week. Love Bye, all Bye.